So I recorded yesterday and it did not go through, so we're going to try again. This is Jennifer Haley. This is Your Best Life, a podcast about all things related to being the best version of yourself and, of course, living your best life. I have had a lot of trouble with the Anchor app lately, and this is now the second time that something did not record that I thought had recorded, and it's kind of, you know, funny, but that's okay. We're going to try it again. Yesterday, I spoke about my fitness journey, and I would even take that so far as to say my physical health journey. It was focused on fitness, so we're going to focus on fitness today again. Fitness is a funny thing. It means different things to different people. It's meant different things to me at different stages in my life. I was doing fitness competitions a year ago, physique competitions specifically, and had done them for several years, about six. I was at my leanest last year. I had that glorious little vein that pops up down your bicep, very visible, and definitely was as lean as I have ever been, but I wasn't healthy, and people were amazed and astounded at my discipline and how great I looked, and I got very caught up in it, and I also got very sick from it. I had a lot of physical problems, um, sleep, constipation, thyroid, female hormone issues, and I kept ignoring them. There were multiple other stressors in play that were related to my career and work that made everything worse, but finally I had to take a hard look at where I was at, where I wanted to be, what my goals were. The reality is, whether I like it or not, I'm 42, soon to be 43, And probably never going to be a professional athlete. It's very, very disturbing to me. (laughs) Totally should have been. But I'm not. And although I am decent at a lot of things, I'm not great physically at anything. I have done running events, triathlons. I've trained for fitness competitions and completed several. But never really been great at anything. So I kept trying, though, (laughs) and I think there's nothing wrong with that as long as you realize your goal is to be your best and not to win. Winning is a funny thing. You want to because you put so much effort into it, but maybe a different question is what's your definition of winning? So right now I've been doing things differently for quite a while now. I have a new trainer who admittedly is by far the most knowledgeable I've ever worked with and... I've worked with some people who are literally household names, especially if you're into the fitness industry. This guy is by far the best. I can't say enough good things about him, but he does things very differently, and it has been a mental and physical challenge for me every day. So let's back up a little bit and talk about all of this fitness stuff. I grew up in a home where my mother would tape something that was called 20-minute workout. Some of you probably remember this. If you've ever seen grumpy old men (laughs) or Ghostbusters, you've probably some familiarity with it. If not, watch those things because you'll get a good laugh. 
It was very 80s, leg warmers, and the whole thing. Unitard, spandex, big hair. It's like a hairband doing fire hydrants or whatever you call those things. And she would do that. She would record it. As soon as my dad left for work, we would do that. There was also another local exercise show, and she had lots of tapes by Jane Fonda and oh, whatever the Buns of Steel lady's name is. I can never remember. So that was what I thought you had to do. And later in life, not much later though, she became an aerobics instructor. And back then they did quote unquote aerobics on hardwood floors and ballet shoes. So that was super good for your body. And then moving forward from there, by the time I was about 15, I started doing things on my own. Step aerobics was really a big thing back then. I wanted to do sports, but I was never very good at them and it wasn't encouraged. So I got into cardio, lots and lots and lots of cardio. So sometime in college, I wanted to impress some boy and ended up starting to lift weights and very distinctly remember the first time I did squats because I couldn't walk for like three days and I was so sore I thought I was going to throw up. Lactic acid, got to watch out for that stuff. It's nasty. It will cause you to feel like you are going to die or have the flu or both. So then I decided that I probably needed to do some weightlifting and, you know, things evolved and I went through phases where I would work out hard and didn't have time and medical school took its toll and pretty soon it's 2007 and I'm about 20 pounds overweight and I'm not very happy with where I'm at and I had been working out with a trainer at a gym near where I went to, did my residency in Farmington Hills. Nice gym, Lifetime Fitness. Those are nice if you've ever been to one. And I thought I knew what I was doing, and I thought I was in good shape. So I had moved to do my residency after my internship, and I went to a place called the Michigan Athletic Club. It's still there in Lansing, Michigan, or it's actually in East Lansing. And I said to them, I want the hardest trainer you have, and they paired me up with Justin Grinnell. Justin Grinnell is still one of my favorite people. I learned an immense amount about fitness and life from him. And these are a few of the key take-home points. One, don't try to change everything at once. If you do, you're probably going to fail, and you're definitely setting yourself up to fail. Justin would do things with me where we would set like a weekly goal or every other week, we're going to change this part of our diet, we're going to add this exercise in, And it was really helpful. He proved himself to me on my very first visit as I was practically unable to walk up the stairs despite feeling like I was in quote-unquote great shape. Yeah, it wasn't. So I trained with Justin for a long time and I learned a great deal from him. My body hadn't really changed quite the way I wanted to, but it did really well and he taught me so much and I was doing things in a way healthier, better way. And then I left there and things got crazy again. And I found a bunch of people who thought they knew a whole lot about training and maybe didn't. And that is one thing also I want everyone to really take from this podcast. There are a lot of people out there who think they know a whole lot more than they do. And, you know, they mean well, most of them. (laughs) But you need to be careful who you listen to. And again, you need to know what your goals are. If your goal is to stay moving then you need to find someone who's going to help you stay moving, not someone who's going to just give you the hardest workout of your life or whatever else. Not that I recommend giving you the hardest workout of your life because that can set you up to get injured or at least overtrained, and those things aren't good either. 
something I have to work, watch out for constantly. I don't know that that's everyone's issue in life. A lot of people do not overtrain. However, I do. <laughs> so it's a, it's a constant monitoring thing and listening to your body and being careful. So at that time, I was doing a lot of running events and some triathlon events and decided I wanted to do these physique shows, and it was unbelievably difficult for me. My body did not want to do it. My mind was struggling with the limitations on the eating and the rigidity of the exercises and the the fitness goals, or I'm sorry, the um, there's just a very specific way that bodybuilders do things, and it's not right or wrong. It's just the way they do things, and Again, depending on your goals, it may not actually be helping you get to your goals. They tend to train one body part a week, and that's not been shown to really help with muscle growth. You really need to train the body part twice a week, and ideally train all of your body parts twice a week in order to really get the muscle growth and get the muscle endurance. So I started doing that, and I was doing a lot of cardio, it wasn't a lot of intervals. It was just kind of a lot of steady state cardio. And by a lot, I mean 45 minutes a day most days, sometimes more than that. And near shows, it was 90 minutes a day or more. And it was grueling. It was grueling emotionally. It took a huge toll on me physically, socially. And it was it was a time when I had a goal and I'm glad I achieved it. But it it's a give and take. You will sacrifice some things in this. The pitfall was that I didn't ever let my body heal. I didn't ever get my nutrition back to where it should be. I also worked with people who thought they knew what they were talking about and weren't listening to what I was telling them. My sleep was terrible. My GI tract was not in good shape. My digestion was bad. I had a lot of problems with constipation. And I knew my hormones were out of whack, but that's a completely different topic. So I kept doing this, though. And I did take one or two breaks, and I tried to do things a little differently. But in the end, I kept doing it until last year. And I did it for about six years. I ended up getting shingles in the middle of my last prep for a show. And in all fairness, my coach at that time said, you know, your health is more important. There will be another show. I didn't listen and I went through with the show and after that I crashed and it took time. I'm still working through it but can honestly say after almost a year, eight or ten months of which I've been diligently working on improving my nutrition and finding out what works for me and working out in a very different way to get my body back to healthy. So when it comes to fitness, the first thing you need to ask yourself is, what is my goal? I can't answer that for you. I have a lot of suggestions, and in my opinion, the main one should be to be my best me, to be healthy, to be well, to be able to do the physical activity I want to do, whether that's hiking with friends or running around with your kids or your dog, playing Those things are more important than any fitness competition or any running event or triathlon or powerlifting meet or anything else you may get yourself into. Number two, do you enjoy it? I think I spoke about this in an earlier podcast. I have people ask me all the time, what's the best type of exercise? The one that you're going to do and that you like. (laughs) 
I I know that sounds kind of silly, and I don't mean to be disrespectful when I say it, but it's the truth. It got so perfunctory. It, It got so routine and so mundane with the bodybuilding workouts and the cardio. I could scream, and I needed something different. The workouts that Matt has me do, the workouts that Justin had me do were far more interesting, but that's not what bodybuilding coaches did. So that's what I did was what I was told, and it still didn't work. The other thing when you're looking at what to do for fitness is, am I feeling good from this? Am I getting the results I want from this? Right now, my goal is to get stronger and be healthy. You would not believe how much strength I lost training for bodybuilding shows. Again, people looked at me. They thought I was strong. They thought I was fit. I was not physically strong. I was extremely unhealthy in ways that were not visible. But boy, did I look good in a picture People thought I was the pinnacle of fitness, and I wasn't. The other thing is, what are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice your social life? Are you willing to sacrifice your Saturday night glass of wine, or however many days a week you choose to have a glass of wine, which you may need to look at as well? That's up to you. But you have to make decisions that are moving toward your goals, that help you obtain them. And there's a constant evaluation and process, processing of where you're at. So try it all. Try kickboxing. Try MMA. Try powerlifting. Try CrossFit. Try bodybuilding. Try triathlons. Try whatever you feel like you want to try. But just keep in mind what's important in your life. I feel like that's always something for me. Fitness has brought on some of the best friendships and relationships of my life. People that I still talk to, I don't really do much else than go to the gym. (laughs) But that's where I meet people. My SoulCycle crowd, I don't spend a lot of time with them outside of SoulCycle, but man, am I happy to see them every time I go. I love Janelle. She's one of my favorite instructors. I have a little bit of a friendship with her, and, and she's just amazing and we all come together because we believe in what we're doing and it's fun. I go to a place down the street called Legree Fitness. Again, love those women. There are some men there too, (laughs) but they're just a great bunch of people. And Matt, the relationship that I have with my trainer right now and the relationship that I had with Justin in the past, that is an invaluable thing to me. It keeps me going. I know they're going to be there. I know they're going to show up. And I know that for that 45, 50 minutes, hour, whatever, I don't have to do anything but be me. And they respect and appreciate that. So I hope this was helpful. It, as usual, tends to be a real little rambling. I'm not even sure if it's going to upload. We'll hope so. (laughs) But I want to hear from you. I do want to offer five people, first five people, a 30-minute free intuitive counseling session just to kind of see where your life is at and where it may be going. I am really great at this and I really enjoy it. So email me, get in touch with me through my website, jenniferhaley.com. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you want to hear about. And again, first five people who contact me asking for a free intuitive counseling session, we'll do a 30 minute session, either over Zoom or um, we can do it by phone, your choice. And I will see you guys all soon. Have a great day.